On today's show, let's talk about the Aussie Boomers. Australia beats the South Sudan in a game 88-67. to Josh Green makes his debut. Dante Exum continues his solid play with some great passing. We'll talk about what we saw in this game from FIBA on today's Lockdown Mavs. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavericks. Again, this is a FIBA uh, special. We're continuing to cover these FIBA World Cup games. We've t- covered a bunch of Slovenia's games. We've now we're now going to start covering Australia games as long as Josh Green plays. And so I'm Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast, NBA channel manager for Locked On. Thanks so much for making us your first listen today. If you didn't listen to our episode about the Mavericks and which players can improve the most and what they can improve, we went through every player on the roster and talked about that. So go listen to that episode if you missed that. All right, let's talk about the Boomers. That's what Australia calls their team. It's not just a uh, a name for a generation. It's a name for a uh, male kangaroo, and that's Australia's name. They went 88-67 to 67 against South Sudan, and Josh Green got the start. This is the first time we've seen Josh Green in these FIBA games. He's been out with an elbow injury. We know that he's been dealing with an elbow injury last year, but they didn't think it was going to be anything serious, and I didn't see anything from this game that made it look like he was struggling with his elbow. Maybe his shooting. Maybe you can talk about some of that. We'll, we'll mention that, and I'll, I'll give context for everything that we saw in this game, but we saw Josh Green, and he got the start over Matisse Thibel. Matisse Thibel had been starting the last two games. Australia beat Venezuela. They lost to Brazil. Those were their first preparation games, the one that Josh Green missed. Thibel started both of those games, and instead in this game, Josh Green started. And I think the main thing from this game is their coach, Brian Gorgelin. Gorgian? Brian Gorgian said, Josh Green's on-ball defense is Delhi on steroids. That's Matthew Dellavedova. Remember, you'd remember him from those Cavs games, the Cavs against the the Warriors finals, where Dellavedova defended Steph Curry so hard and went so far out. He had to go to the hospital afterwards and get like medical attention because of how much he went out on defense. So, for the coach to call Josh Green's on-ball defense Delhi on steroids is an incredible, incredible compliment and we saw some of his defense on display we saw a couple moments in this game where Josh Green had some great defense early in the game good defense played straight up against a bigger driver than Josh Green you saw him picking up full court early in this game and giving a lot of ball pressure early in this game as well you saw uh, Josh Green deflection at the end of the first quarter that turned into a turnover and then turned into assist to Thibault in this one you saw just a couple of moments where Josh Green is just plays solid, like just plays some solid, solid defense. And for this kind of compliment from a coach, especially a coach that's seen some Australian players that, you know, Ben Simmons has come through here and a couple others, like Matisse Thibel is on the team. He's made all defense twice in the, in the NBA. And for Josh Green to get the start over him, and then also for this compliment from the coach, who also said that the plan is for the Boomers to continue to start Josh Green in that spot, that's a huge compliment. Amazing. What have we talked about with Josh Green? There's going to be so much on him, on the Mavericks, for him to defend this year. And for him to come out, for his national team coach to give him this endorsement, for him to continue to start him over Thibault, the the guy that the Mavericks missed out on. Amazing. (laughs) You couldn't have asked for anything better, like any better compliment from your national team coach than that. And I think we saw some of that on display. We saw some of that passing on. We saw some of that defense on display. And this one just a little bit. The defense is the first thing that really stood out to me. Josh Green's defense, the compliment from the coach afterwards. Amazing stuff. That's what you want. That's what that you couldn't ask for anything better. 
The thing that stood out to me just watching this game, though, is Josh Green's sloppy moments. This is his first, you know, full game back since April, right? Like, he hasn't played organized basketball since the Mavericks were, you know, knocked out, knocked out of the NBA season. And so we saw a bunch of sloppy moments. First quarter, he had a drive for a layup. He missed it. It was contested, but he still could have hit it. Second Midway through the second quarter, he was called for an isolation. The coach, in a, in a timeout in the second quarter, it was hard to hear because the announcers were talking over it, but he called something for, for Josh Green to get something in the, this next stretch of the game. And almost immediately after that, Josh Giddy gets out of the way, gives Josh Green the ball, and Josh Green isos. And so I think he was calling for a couple of plays for Josh Green in that. And so Josh Green gets an iso, tries to cross over, loses his handle, and almost gets a turnover in that. So that was a sloppy moment. Uh, in the third, midway through the third quarter, he missed an alley-oop from Patty Mills. Maybe a little bit of an off pass from Patty Mills, but I think Josh Green mistimed it on that one. Uh, beginning of the fourth quarter, he slipped. He got almost shook out of his shoes in that one. I think he just slipped on the floor, but still not a good look on, on defense there. In the fourth quarter, he had a travel from the from one corner. And then late in the third in the fourth quarter, he had a drive from the left corner. He completely lost the ball, turnover. Just some sloppy moments. There's Rust. He's coming back. He's getting he's getting back into it. And we just saw a bunch of different things. One of the things that, that Isaac said in our uh, episode about which players need improvement was that Josh Green needs control. And I think we saw that in some of these. The travel, the drive from the corner, the, you know, the missed alley-oop, just the control and to slow down. He's he's so quick. And he's got so much athleticism that he could just be all over the place. And for you know, for him to be out of control is not is not out of you know, it's not out of the ordinary. It's stuff we've seen from Josh Green before. And so let's see him slow down, get back into it, find his spots, and and uh and contribute to this this Aussie team. Now, he went one of four from three. His his three that he missed, he, the three threes that he missed were all, I thought wide open catch and shoot threes that you could put that under sloppy moments as well. Just need to get back under control, get a rhythm and, and get back in a, into a rhythm of the game. This was a great warm up for Josh Green. He played the most minutes on the team. He played 27 minutes. The next closest was Patty Mills. who played almost 23 minutes. And so I think this coach knew that he needed to get that Josh Green needed to get some, <laughs> get some momentum, get some stuff behind, like get some minutes behind him in order for him to get back into the rhythm of the game, start feeling the game again. He finished with five points, four rebounds, four assists. And that's another thing that stood out to me was his assists. He had some great moments in this game. Right off the bat, first first play of the game, Josh Green, top of the key. Waits, waits, waits for Patty Mills, hits him right on the money. Really easy assist, but still gets an assist from that one. Patty Mills coming off of a pin down where he you know is on the baseline and then runs back towards the free throw line. Another one that I mentioned a little bit ago at the end of the first quarter, Josh Green gets a deflection in transition. It turns into a turnover. He gets the ball. Amazing, you know, transition play, dump off to Matisse Thibel, who was streaking for a layup. Great stuff on that. Uh, We saw just a couple other moments where Josh Green had some just great passes in this one. Australia really creates guys with with great, like, amazing passing. (laughs) They have so many guys. Josh Giddy had nine assists in this game. I'll I'll talk about Dante Exum here in a second. He had nine assists in this game. Like they just, they just have so many guys that create so many passing opportunities. So we saw some great things from Josh Green. A couple other things I'll talk about in a second from Josh Green, and then of course I'll talk about Dante Exum. We've seen three games from him now, but I think this may have been the best one that we've seen from him. So let's talk about him coming up. 
But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook has you covered this offseason for all kinds of things. NFL, they have this new bonus bets opportunity where if you bet on a team to win the Super Bowl, you can get bonus bets on and bonus bet credit on any time they win in the regular season. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on. You can also check out all their NBA stuff. They have regular season wins for a bunch of NBA teams. The Mavs are still at 44 and a half. We'll talk about that. We'll probably do a whole episode on all the different uh, over-unders and wins, win totals for uh, for the NBA here on Lockdown Mavs. But you can go check it out. Again, it's fanduel.com slash lockdown. See what's all available. And then take advantage of that bonus bets offer for the NFL team. If you want to pick a team to win the Super Bowl, you can get bonus bets for every regular season win. Again, check it out. It's fanduel.com slash Locked on. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Locked on Mavs. Locked on Boomers, I guess we're called today. We're talking about Australia, their third FIBA preparation game, getting ready for the World Cup that's coming up. Josh Green made his debut in this one, and so this is why the first time, this is the first time we're doing an Australia game. It was awesome to see Josh Green and Dante Exum on the court where – the Aussie lineup was 40% Mavericks at one point. And so this is going to be another team that we can follow in this. And you got to love it. It would have been awesome. Okay, I guess I'll do this now. It would have been awesome if Matisse Thibel was also a Maverick and you had three because there was there was a few times where it was Thibel, Green, and Dante Exum on the floor at the same time. And then you would have had three Mavericks on the court. And Thibel started this game five of five from three. He missed his last one, but five of six he finished from three. And his three-point shot looked pretty good. Looked solid. He looked confident in it. Exum hit him for a couple of those. That's one of the reasons why Exum had seven assists was because he kept hitting Matisse Thibel wide open. <sighs> what could have been? If the Blazers hadn't matched that deal, the Mavericks made an offer in restricted free agency to, to Matisse Thibel. If he would have been on the Mavericks, we would have been talking about this team probably in a completely different light. If imagine the, the Derek Jones Jr. role is Dante is uh Matisse Thibel instead. <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're talking about. The conversation would have been completely different. We would have been like, what does it mean that Josh Green starts over Thibel? We we penciled in Thibel as the starter instead of Josh Green on the Mavericks. But on the national team, Josh Green gets the start over Thibel. We would have been talking about all that. Then we would have been saying, Thibel went five of six from three. We would have just been going nuts on that. And so what could have been if the Blazers only hadn't matched that offer? Could have been a completely different situation with the Mavericks, but it is what it is. Josh Green, again, five points, four rebounds, four assists, two turnovers, played 27 minutes, the most on the Australian team. Just got to play under control. He's just got to get back into the rhythm of things. I'm not concerned by anything that I saw from Josh Green in this game. I'm not looking at any anything that I said earlier about his sloppy moments. It's just him getting back into a rhythm of basketball. Him, he hasn't played. He's been out because of this elbow injury. And so I'm not worried about him in this one. I think he'll figure it out. I was actually more encouraged just by the comments from the coach afterwards. Him saying that his defense, his on-ball defense is deadly on steroids. Saying that the plan is to continue to start Josh Green on this Australia team. Even considering how well Matisse Thibel played, he had five threes in this game. And they're still going to start Josh Green over him. Now maybe they make a different change and they decide to start you know, Matisse Thibel instead of one of the two bigs that they start. Australia also has to figure out Jock Landau came down with the injury. I think they said that he's not traveling with the team. And so that's going to be an issue. Uh, he started for them. He's again, the center that signed with the Rockets this past offseason. He played with the Suns last year in the NBA. He's going to be hurt and that's going to really affect their big, their big man depth. And so maybe they decide instead of starting, you know, they start a couple of guys wreath and they start uh K. Maybe they decide to start 
Thibel instead and go a little bit smaller. I don't know. But Josh Green starting. It's a great compliment from his from his coach. Let's talk about Dante Exum. Exum's role in this team, he's clearly their third ball handler. You've got Josh Giddy and you've got Patty Mills in the starting five. And then coming off the bench is Dante Exum. He's come off the bench all three of these games. He's clearly their third ball handler. And he fits the bill as that. So if you're the Mavericks and you're looking for somebody else to be that third ball handler, I think Exum is has shown more than what we saw in the past from Frank Nilakina or others. Like you, you know, you remember this clip. People forget about Frank. That was yeah. us asking Nico Harrison about a third ball handler. He mentioned Josh Green. He mentioned Jaden Hardy. He mentioned Frank. You know, people forget about Frank. He mentioned Tyler Dorsey. Throwback to that one. Us getting exciting about Tyler, excited about Tyler Dorsey playing for Greece in these in these games last off season. I guess that, that may have been the Olympics or no, it was Euro Cup is what it was. And so the Mavericks, though, if they're looking for a third ball handler, you've at least got Dante Exum, who's doing that. He's playing that exact role on this FIBA Australia team. So I think they're going to give him a shot. I don't know if I look at everything I saw from Dante Exum and say, oh, he's clearly getting minutes for the Mavericks. It's going to be difficult. But I think he's got a lot of the stuff the Mavericks want. Imagine Dante Exum and Kyrie Irving playing together. Exum had really great court vision on defense and on offense in this one. He had, again, seven assists, second on the team. Josh Giddy had nine. His passing wasn't, Giddy's passing was insane in this one. Exum had seven assists, a bunch of just kickouts to shooters, finding guys, incredible passing. He's just got some great stuff. He can also handle the ball in traffic. He got in the lane. He navigated around some guys in, in the paint. He finished 0-4 from three. Now, that's the thing that we're all watching. That's the one thing that we that we talked about in our episode of Locked On Mavericks today when we talked about what Dante Exum has to improve on. And what Dante Exum has to improve on is his three-point shooting. His three-point shooting has to translate from his last couple years in Europe to the NBA. His last couple years in Europe, two, in two years, he shot 85 of 189 threes. That's 45%. That's amazing. That's amazing. If he can translate that to the NBA... He probably will get some minutes for the Mavericks and will find himself in a role because they need a defensive guy like that, another guy that can handle the ball, and somebody that can hit threes. Like, if he can check all those boxes, that he's going to get some minutes for the Mavericks. But in this one, he went 0-4 from three. I think three of them were just heaves off of, you know, he had to bail out the team. One of them was at half. One of them was at the end of the first quarter, I think. One of them was at... um the end of no one of them was at the end of the second quarter like a heave at halftime really another one was him oh yeah two minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter he had to hoist a three because Australia couldn't get anything going on offense and he had to bail them out so he just hoisted a three at the end so I don't know if I count either of those two against him he had another one late that was just a three at the end of the shot clock too and then he did have one that he took I think in uh the third quarter I think in the third quarter that he took a three where it was, he just forced it. It was just a forced catch and shoot shot where he didn't need to do it, but he was kind of open. He took it. That's the only one that I'll look at and say, eh, maybe, maybe a bad decision. But the other three were just heaves off of, you know, the shot clock is winding down. He's got to throw up something. And so I wouldn't look at 04 from three and say, oh, well, Dante X is not good at, at shooting threes. That's not what I would look at. Exum finished with six points, two rebounds, seven assists. Like we said, two steals in this one. He was a plus 18, so anytime he played, the Australian team outscored Sudan by 18 points. Uh, He played 20 minutes and 30 seconds. That was third on the team, so Josh Green and Dante Exum played a total of what? Like 48 minutes, (laughs) which is awesome. These are only 40-minute games. 
there's a lot of overlap between Josh Green and Dante Exum in this one. A couple other things I thought about with 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 Exum. Uh, so he showed good vision. He, sh- he showed good ball handling. I'm excited for him. I'm I'm happy that he has this very solid role. We've just seen some solid stuff from Exum. In the first game against Venezuela, he had eight points, two rebounds, two assists, three steals. Second game against Brazil that they lost, eight points, two rebounds, three assists. Like he just keeps producing pretty solidly as a third ball handler for this Australia team. And so I'm glad that we're going to be able to see some of that, get some film on him coming into the NBA. And uh, and he's going to get a chance for the Mavericks, I think. There you go. That's what I thought about this Australia game. It's a good win. The South Sudan was was pretty overmatched. There's just so many NBA talents on this Australia team. South Sudan had Carly Jones, former Mavs legend and uh, G League MVP last year. They also had um, a Wenyan Gabriel who played on the Lakers last year. They also have this guy, <laughs> they have this guy, this 16 year old. I can't even pronounce his name. I wish I could. Uh, come on, Malu- Maluich. He's 16 years old <laughs> playing on the South Sudan national team. He had a dunk in the fourth quarter that just brought the house down. This game was in Melbourne, so it's in Australia. And he had a dunk that just brought the house down. Everyone was excited. He dunked over two Australian guys on the fast break. Just amazing. He was born in 2006. It's crazy. Seven-footer. Somebody to watch out for. So if you ever watch another South Sudan game, watch out for uh, uh, Maluich. However you pronounce his name. (laughs) Amazing stuff. There you go. Uh, we'll be back with more Australia stuff, so we'll cover the rest of their games as long as Josh Green is going to play. We'll continue to follow that. The official FIBA games start the 25th, so we're about a week away from some of those games. They'll start, like, next Friday, and so those will be the official games. We'll obviously cover those. We'll probably do full Locked On Mavericks episodes on both Slovenia and Australia when they play. So there you go. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Locked On Mavs covering Australia. We'll be back tomorrow with more.